Hi, my name is Jasmine Agrippe, and we are actually going to be talking about the various aspects of intervention and targeted support for bilingual and ELL students on this episode. We're actually going to start talking about the misidentification of bilingual or ELL students in special education. Some of the common causes for disproportional representation of bilingual students or ELL students in special education programs or services include test bias, teacher training, inappropriate referrals, and even socioeconomic status. And some of the ways that these procedures and practices can prevent this from occurring includes having a clear set of priorities, removing practices that are inequitable, and utilizing evidence-based interventions. Most part for these test biases is that they don't consider the holistic identity of these students. As for the teacher training, Many of the teachers may be misidentifying these information due to the lack of training that they received. And inappropriate referrals is common in this field due to misinformation, um, again, with the teacher training as well. We're going to move on to the second part where we're talking about strategies for effective decision making. So the way the multiply disciplinary team processes for collaborative problem solving to identify these interventions and targeted support for bilingual and ELL students is that they work to provide the best services. They collaborate effectively and they have a set of aligned goals. They also communicate regarding the data that they have and they consider a holistic approach when reviewing the information regarding the student. The way that these teams can remain data-driven, collecting and analyzing data with cultural and linguistic considerations is that there is a facilitator of the team who leads the discussion. There is effective communication, whether that be in person or electronically, and there's shared electronic records and assessments of the data for everybody to easily access on the team. Moving on to the third part of this conversation, Factors and methods for referring bilingual ELL students. So, we're going to describe some of the factors to consider before referring a bilingual or ELL student to special education. The first one is student background. One must consider the student's educational experience. So, prior to arriving either to the country or even to the school that they're currently at, we need to know how much of an education they received. Um, did they even receive an elementary education? What level of education experience they had? And was their education consistent or was there an interruption within it? We also need to consider if the student is facing any trauma that may be affecting them and their learning. And finally, we need to consider whether we have access to accurate records of the student. We shouldn't only rely on the information they provide, but also ensuring that we have that information. The next aspect that we're going to focus on is actually family background. We need to consider any health problems the family may be facing that could also impact the student's learning. The family's own education, whether parents have received anything higher than a high school education or if there's anything less than elementary. We also need to consider psychological issues that may be common in the family, such as depression, that could also impact the student's learning and if there's any identifiable behavior, which can vary from stuttering or even um, those with dyslexia within the family.
The next aspect that one should consider is the process of acculturation. If students have been given time to adjust and if they're developing appropriately. And we also need to consider students' work behavior, whether it be in the classroom or outside of the classroom. This is important since it gives a whole picture of the student and if there is anything that is being overlooked. And last but not least, one must consider academic interventions if steps have been taken prior to ensure that we're helping the student as much as they need. Now, when it comes to methods for communicating with families of bilingual or ELL families before, during, and after referral process, it's very important to consider all of these. Communication with family is key as they form an integral part of this information. Prior to beginning this process, one should ensure that family are being communicated, whether it be through phone, in person, and through interviews. Interviews provide holistic information to understand what is going on at home and even what their understanding of what is going on at school from the student's perspective. Also ensuring that parents are eventually being invited to conferences where they can speak with the multidisciplinary team provide additional information and that they are informed about the process with their students. They should also be receiving the necessary letters if there are any interventions that are taking place and also being updated on what is happening. That is including during and after the referral process. That is all for today. Thank you so much for listening.